Hey, my name is Suna from the Ravenettes, and you're listening to the interview show. Record your message after the tone. To send a numeric page, press 5. When you are finished recording, hang up. Or for delivery options, press pound. Rose Wagner. Yes, it is. Hey, this is Scott from the interview show. How's it going today? Yeah, hey, how are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I would love to do an interview with you today. Sure, sure. So welcome to the interview show. This is Scott Wood, your host. And today I'm sitting here with, or I'm talking on the phone with, soon Rose Wagner from The Revenettes. How are you doing today? Fine, fine. Thank you. Excellent. Where are you right now? Solana Beach, California. Nice, nice. What kind of day is it? 
Uh, I don't know. It's one of those uh, weekdays. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Are there any questions that you hate being asked? Oh, there's a ton of them, yeah. Okay, well, can you toss one at me? Um, what's the difference between this album and the previous album? Oh, okay. That that wasn't on my list, so thank you. I, I'm glad. I'm glad. Okay, good. So, Sharon lives in L.A., and you guys are around that area. So, when you guys are touring, do you stay at her house? No, she stays at her house with her family, and uh, we stay in hotels. Ah, okay, okay. So, if you were going to stay at her house, what would that be like, do you think? I have no idea. I've never been there. What? Seriously? Yeah. Wow. For real? Has she ever been to your place in New York? Yes, many times. Oh, okay. Well, she's got to return that favor. So, um... Yeah. You guys, um... You guys wrote this album, and uh, she lives in L.A., you live in New York, and I was reading in an uh, interview that you guys wrote it via email. How do you think living in those two cities affected where you guys' headspaces were? Um, well, I mean, that's pretty much what we've been doing uh, for the last five years, basically. So uh, we're so used to it now, so nothing has really changed in that sense, you know. Can you talk a little bit about that process, writing by songs by email? Well, I mean, uh, I write, you know, songs, and then I, you know, mail it to Sharon, and then she comments on it, and then we adjust it um, from there, and then we pick out what we think are the best songs, and then we record it. You make it sound so matter-of-fact. Not a lot of bands write that way. Yeah, well, we've never been a traditional band in that sense, because, you know, we're just the two of us, and, you know, we never go into a studio and jam out songs or anything like that, so it's always been very untraditional, but that's, that's how we, you know, are used to, I guess. Hmm. Neat. So can you take a song on the album and talk about the email exchange? No, I can't, because, I mean, we didn't finish any songs before we went into the studio. We we wanted to just finish all the songs in the studio this time around. So um, I just bought a lot of, you know, little snippets and ideas of songs that we liked. And then when we were in the studio, we finished them as we were recording them. So it was a little different this time. Okay. Okay. I guess I'm just trying to get an idea of what the process is. It's simple. <laughs> okay. Thank you. You're very succinct. I like that. Yeah.
my name is Suna from the Ravenettes, and you're listening to The Interview Show. Longevity in bands is a strange thing, and that's a quote from you in an interview, so I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about that. Well, I yeah, you know, uh, sometimes I just think that... Uh, that you know, maybe to excite yourself a little bit, sometimes maybe you should, uh, you know, start a band and make one album and then break up the band and then start another band, make one album and then break up the band. You know, because then, cause then you can just do uh, whatever you want to do all the time and never have to worry about people saying, "Oh, I like your best." You know, your last album was a lot better. Or, oh, I don't like this one. Yo, then blah blah blah. You know, so. Um you know, the Velvet Underground, you know, they put out, you know, two really, really good albums. And, uh, you know, the first Suicide album was amazing. You didn't really need the second one, you know? That's true. That's true. I I guess that's falling back on that old cliche that everybody has one good story or album or novel in them. Yeah. You know, the first Strokes album was really great, but the second one wasn't as charming, you know. You know, they should have just made one album and they would have left a great legacy behind, you know? That's true. But the first Radiohead album was a little bit dicey and the second one and third one got were a lot better. Yeah, I don't know. I For me, there's only one album, and that was the first one. Okay, well, fair enough, fair enough. This is coming from a guy who's been in a band for, like, almost 10 years now. I know, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> All right, I love it. You're such a succinct guy. You guys have been together for nearly 10 years now, and you've seen Sharon go from being a woman to being a mom. So what's the biggest change in her you've noticed? Well, she doesn't get to sleep anymore. <laughs> She's, uh, you know, she has a lot to take care of with the band and the family. So, and I know she really likes to sleep. So I feel, you know, I feel bad for her. You know, so she hasn't slept for I don't know when. So, uh, yeah, I guess that's the biggest change in her life. Okay, in terms of her songwriting and performing, have you noticed a change? Nope, not at all. Okay, absolutely not. Okay, so I've also read in a lot of interviews that you write tons of songs for each album. So I was wondering if you could talk about the selection process you go through when you look at all these songs and pick the 12 that go on the album. I think it just, you know, comes natural. You know, you, uh, you listen to them, you know, a few times, and then, you know, you start having your favorites, and then you see what we both like. And, and uh, we never really um, have any big, you know, discussion or anything about what to put on the album. I think we all agree in the end what... Are the, you know, what songs are the best. So it's really not a big problem for us at all, actually. Was there any song on the album that caused a little bit of discussion? Uh, no, not on this one, no. Okay, what about a previous album? Um, well, I mean, when we did Pretty in Black, but that wasn't our fault. That was Columbia Records um, wanted us to put um, a cover song of my boyfriend's back on there that we had just done for a computer game. And we hated that idea, but, uh, you know, sometimes major labels can overrule, you know, so uh, we were sort of forced into putting that song on there, so that's all. Hey, my name is Suna from the Ravenettes, and you're listening to The Interview Show. You went away, and you hung around, and bothered me every night. And when I wouldn't go out with you, you said things that weren't very nice. Lie. 
Okay, okay. You guys were on Columbia and now you're on Vice, which is a really, um, it has a lot of cachet. Can you talk a little bit about each label and compare and contrast them? Well, you know, the independent labels, you have more of a personal contact with them. Um, your friends, you know what I mean? So you, you hang out also just in, you know, social situations. It's not always the, the you know, the truth with major labels because, um, you know, sometimes they just seem a little bit more corporate. And uh, so that's a big change, you know. Um, we're also in complete uh, control of our career, you know. Um, we have final say on everything we do. Um, so we're very involved, and we spend probably more time doing business than we do actual playing. So it's a lot of work, you know. But um, but I mean that's what we like. We enjoy it, so it's good. Nice, nice. Can you talk about the last time you hung out with the guys from the Vice record label? Uh, when was the last time I saw them? Um, oh, we, yeah, just in New York. We just played New York. So what what do you guys do together? Because I imagine the Vice guys are pretty interesting fellows to hang around with. Well, you know, there's so many of them, you know, they and they all do, you know, different stuff, you know. But uh, but most uh, mostly it's you know it's very serious stuff because uh, you know we're doing a lot of promotion and and we want this album to do really well. So um, so we just basically talk a lot of business these days. You know, it's um, exciting times, I guess. Yeah, what's the most exciting part of being in the music industry right now? I don't really think there is any. I think, uh, you know, I think it could be more fun to be in the film industry, actually, or the porn industry. (laughs) Yeah, Um, and what would you be doing in the porn industry? Oh, what do you think I would be doing? I don't know. There are many roles you could be performing. Uh, I'll probably just be a, a sound editor. Yeah, I've noticed that a lot of guys that I interview that are indie, in indie bands, they all want to be film scorers. Is that something you'd be interested in? Yeah, I've already done a lot of stuff um, like that, and it's it's always fun. But, I mean, if I was to be a, a film scoring a person, I would have to learn you know, how to compose classical music, because that would be interesting for me. So you wouldn't want to do sort of like a Ravenettes type album? No, I mean it depends on who it was for. You know, if if David Lynch wanted us to do a Ravenettes type soundtrack, we'd totally be up for it. But um, I think soundtracks, you know, they have the big classical scores. You know, like uh, Bernard Herrmann or Danny Elfman or something like that. You know, that's just more interesting to me. Yeah, I know the guy from Album Leaf was looking forward to doing some documentary scores. Okay. Anyhow, that is neither here nor there. 
I wanted to go back to the songs that you didn't select for the album. What happens to those songs? Well, we just uh, give them away for free usually, or or, or we use them as B-sides for singles or whatever. Okay, nice. So you guys are influenced by Phil Spector, Ronettes, Buddy Holly, etc., etc. All those guys had, um, well, all those guys had rather tragic ends. So if you were going to write your tragic end for the Ravenettes, what would it be? I don't know. I always wanted to see the atom bomb. <laughs> that would be a, quite a sight. <laughs> I was thinking like tragic car crash where the bodies are never found. Yeah, I don't know. And I think the atom bomb is more efficient. That's true. That's true. That's true. Okay. When you guys write, I mean, the song that stands out the most and I've read the most questions asked about is Boys Who Rape Should All Be Destroyed. When you guys write songs like that, and when Sharon gives you the lyrics, are you ever like, wow, that's intense subject matter? Well, I write all the music and all the words, so she never gives me anything. Uh, I give her the lyrics, and, uh, and she thinks it's great, and she wants to sing the song, and I say, fine, let's try it. And she puts her voice on there, and it sounds beautiful, and then we're all happy, you know? I guess that's my bias then. I just assumed that that would have been written by her. So can you talk a little bit about why you decided to write that song? Well, I, uh, I have a lot of friends who have been raped, uh, and I have seen how it's affected their life, and I always had a total disgust for rapists and uh, pedophiles and stuff, so I just thought it was appropriate to say it for once, you know?
rape shit. Beep, 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 destroy. Bop boys, bop boys will rape shit. Beep, 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 destroy. Bop boys, bop boys will rape shit. Beep, 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 destroy. Bop boys, bop boys will rape shit. Beep, 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 destroy. Hey, my name is Suna from the Ravenettes, and you're listening to the interview show. Yeah, I, I always found uh, contrast in music to be very appealing. I think music needs it, you know. I don't, I don't want to listen to a song that's just happy, 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 you know. I think it's, you know, there needs to be some sort of contrast in there to make it interesting. Yeah, fair enough. So I wasn't aware that you wrote both the music and the lyrics, because I was reading the other day that uh, you also have written, you also did a side project. So can you tell me what the difference is between the Ravenettes and the Soon Rose Wagner side project? Oh, well, first off, that was in Danish, so that's completely different. Uh, and that was just recorded really fast in Copenhagen, and it was just, you know, about my experiences in Copenhagen for one summer. So it was very, it was more like, a, you know, like a time piece, time period kind of record. It only was released in Denmark, you know. I'm sure you can buy it on iTunes, uh, the digital download, but the physical was only released in Denmark. It was just a fun little thing to do. I had a month off. <clears throat> What's the difference between writing lyrics in English and Danish? No difference. It's all the same, you know. You just tell a good story, you know. Okay, nice, nice. I was also reading in an interview where you were being quite, uh, I guess you were being funny, and you were saying that you had Viking blood in you. So, when was the last time you had to use your Viking blood? I don't remember. I don't remember. Probably when I was a teenager or something. I'm sorry, I'm just not very imaginative. Uh, I guess I'm just asking, when was the last time you had to get aggressive? Oh, I get aggressive every day. There's always something that doesn't work or we need to do better or something, you know? So, can you talk about the last time you had to do that? Well, you know, if we play a bad show or something, you know, we need to have a talk about it and figure out what the hell's going on, you know. So can you tell me, like, what, how do those conversations go? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Well, I really appreciate you taking out the time to speak with me today. Can you pick a song from the album for me to play out to and then tell me a little bit about the song? Uh, yeah, just pick a Heart of Stone. That's a nice little song. It's, it was done in 20 minutes and... Uh, it's just a beautiful little piece, a very drony kind of thing, great guitar riff, and uh, yeah, it sounds good. Good, good groove.
Stop.